Distracted by a six-foot fireball out that window oh, yeah. <laughs> and debating whether or not I'm going to stick to just coffee while we're interviewing here. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You're listening to episode 188. Woo. Having a good time today recording at The Raven, The Raven Cafe in Prescott, Arizona, right on Cortez Street. Uh, I love recording here, and I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to hear with the fabulous Candace Devine and my semi-almost regular, when I can corral him into it, co-host, Mr. Darren Mahoney. <laughs> couple reminders. Uh, again, this is episode 188. Next week, we will be at the Big Pine Comedy Festival recording at the great... Oh, go ahead and get that, Darren. It's all right. At the great Southside Tavern on, I believe they're on San Francisco Street. But BigPineComedyFestival.com is where you can find out information about that live podcast recording as well as the rest of the weekend. We're looking forward to that. Uh, and our Amazon link. We encourage you to use that so that I can continue to come uh, to the Raven and buy coffee for my guests and maybe a sandwich or two after. We'll see what uh, what Darren has. But enjoy my conversation with the great Candace Devine, and we are going to be talking about her show coming up at the Elks Theater on August 13th. October. Sorry. October? <laughs> what, I don't... <laughs> He's already. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a time traveler. I think he's already in the fireball. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, if they show up next August, hey, we got. I've got. I, well, no, that's for the the the, the next show. Yeah, will be in August. Yeah, that'll be next year. October thirteenth, and I can't even blame it on my eyesight because I am wearing my dollar store spectacles. That's bad when your entire medical health plan revolves around the dollar store and my. Uh, unlicensed pharmacist over at the Circle K. Um, <laughs> Candace Devine, live at the Elks Theater, October 13th at 7 p.m. Tickets available at the Prescott Elks Theater's website, prescottelkstheater.com, or give them a call, 928-777-1370. Candace, thank you so much for sitting hey down. there. Darren, we'll get to you in a minute. You just behave. <laughs> Let's get to the take important that, stuff first. Take that call if you have to. See, I can concentrate now. The fireball is gone. Candace, before we get anything further, where can folks find out about you and picking up your great music? I forgot to mention it on that Amazon link at milehighshow.com. Use that to buy all of your back catalog Please stuff. Please do, yeah. But where can folks find out about you, your music, yeah. uh, Facebook, website, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you got? Facebook, it's Candace Divine Music is my music page, which will give you all the updates and news and new music and videos and all that kind of good jazz. Um, on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, I am there. My first solo album, Believe, is up on all of those sites. My old band music, David and Divine, is up on all of those sites. And shortly and soonish, my new EP will be up on all of those sites. But that date is to be determined. But the new EP for now, the only way you can get it is by showing up. Showing up, not in August, (laughs) October thirteenth. I mean, you can show up in August. I I just don't know if I'm going to go there next year. I'm going to see a bunch of people lined up out. Candace will be sitting there with her card table set up. Yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of I'm super excited about that actually because I'm going to be printing hard copies that will ultimately be a collector's item because it yes. will be the only place you can buy my new. Very EP. nice. And I'm going to guess. I'll just throw this out there and put you on the spot. Uh, at some point on October third, I almost said August again. On October thirteenth. Uh, somewhere in that Elks, you'll be standing around with a Sharpie in your hand, maybe? Okay, good, good. Absolutely. Uh, Do you have something planned for like a meet and greet after in the the lobby? Especially with an EP release, because I'm so excited not only to share the music, but to meet the people who are interested in my music. I love that opportunity. So yeah, after the show, I will be out in the lobby with a bunch of my very special guests. 
Um, and yeah, let's signing. run through who, because this is obviously showcasing you. Yes. Who else is going to be joining you that night? I am bringing in a crew of some of my bestie besties who I ah. adore, who are insanely talented. Uh, my good friend, Jason Slim Gamble, he produced the EP. He's going to be opening for me with like a 25-minute jazz set. He's awesome. in from Lady Antebellum. I literally saw them a couple weeks ago in Phoenix at the Ak yeah. Chin, yeah. and they've been on the road putting on a great show with Darius Rucker, and he has a week off, and he's literally flying in. Ah, nice. Playing my show, hanging out, and then going right back to now. Where's he? Okay, where's he flying into? Phoenix or Prescott? We were talking about am this offline. To, am I supposed to be telling people his no, travel plans? No, no, I'm just wondering because maybe we can get You want to know where he's going to live and, and sleep? What gate and is he coming in? No, I was just trying to work out a way if we mentioned the Prescott Ernest Love Field and the new United oh, it's so uh, terminal there that has uh, daily well, trips through L.A. I and Colorado. I have a couple Colorado. of my uh, special guests flying into the new United Prescott. Yeah. Well, United Slim, Prescott. unfortunately, will be coming in from Nashville and those flights don't come gotcha, to Prescott. Okay. So he's coming into Phoenix. But I do have a Darwin who's also sitting in who just got off tour with Adam Lambert and Colby Calais and he's also a pretty he's an incredible Love singer Colby. and an incredible bass player um, he is coming into the Prescott field airfield and so is CJ Emmons who is on Dancing with the Stars nice okay let's we, we got to have a little silent break here Episode 188 brought to you by United Airlines flying into. See, maybe we can get a couple yeah. little. Uh, Ernest couple Love Airfield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Darren, you got homework. You can write us a theme I'll, song I'll do the for that. Jingle. <laughs> yeah. and we'll, uh, okay, so and we're going to get back to that. Darren, let, let people know where they can find out about you uh, and everything you're doing from your playing, who you're playing with. Uh, you got a couple of different versions of stuff going on. And also. Please let people know where they can contact you for things like lessons and those beautiful custom guitars that you do. Let's uh, see. So you yeah. can find me at dermahoney.net. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing with a, a new duo uh, called Second Chance with uh, Dennis Bennett. Um, right. No still, offense, but yeah. you guys are not new. Uh, you <laughs> we're, we're second. We're two shows out after our, you know, old man injuries. I was just talking about you guys personally. Yeah, not new. No, not <laughs> new. And then you got um, some miles. I'm, you know, signed on. You know, I'm with Heart Dance Records, and we got some shows coming in uh, uh, into Phoenix, and we're you know hopefully working on a show going over to Russia to work with one oh, of wow. our artists. Awesome. And you know, Very doing nice. that, I'm working on another solo album just about done with it. I'm hoping to release it early next spring. Um, I've got uh, Will Ackerman from Wyndham Hill Records. He's played on it. Uh, Michael Manring, uh, phenomenal bass player. And just kind of doing that stuff right there, you know, doing my little finger-style guitar pieces, yeah. which, you know, as you know, was, you know, very pivotal in, you know, in, you know, I believe in healing music. I'm yeah. Real, you know, I'm very much a believer in that. Amen. So I, I, I like to, you know, push that a little bit. But, you know, I, I moved up here to Prescott and I've just hooked up with some really great people. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, Candace and we were talking earlier, there are so many phenomenal musicians up here. I've met, I've met uh, Byron Metcalf, who was uh, married to Dottie West, uh, Glenn Cam or, uh, Kenny Rogers, drummer. He lives in Prescott Valley. Oh, um, wow. You know, there's just some oh, they're really here. Yeah, great we have musicians. great talent here. And I think the uh, first time I saw you was just after I moved up here. You were up at the Birdcage, and you got up oh, and yeah, sang a couple songs. Oh, yeah, just sat in, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you see people like Candice and, you know, the other singers around here. There's some really, really good performers yeah. here. I mean, I've lived down in Phoenix quite a long time, and you get saturated down yeah. there. there. You know, you kind of get lost. It's like trying to be a country singer in Nashville or an right. actor or an actress. <laughs> yeah. And, Hollywood, you know, but up here there's such an eclectic group of people that. I'm sorry. No. Give, give, <laughs> the, <laughs> give, give the Raven a plug for their iced tea. Wonderful Go. chai latte. It's delicious. But yeah, um, down to the bottom. And then I also have a, I have a guitar shop in Chino Valley. Yeah. I do repairs, uh, all string instruments except for pianos, um, and doing that there and just working out of there and you know enjoying the life up there. DarrenMahoney.net. And net. Mahoney Guitars on Facebook as yes, well, right? Mahoney Guitars on Facebook and, you know, all the other avenues. Now, you posted up some photos the other day. Follow, what's your Instagram, by the way? Because it's, it's different. Right? Yeah, it's, it's Darren83. And, <laughs> yeah. I, there's so many, I guess there's a couple Darren Mahoney's were taken yeah. up on there. But if you just p type in Darren Mahoney, you'll see the Darren83 on and there. And you have uh, beautiful images that you post up there, not just of your guitars, but just your eye in general. 
Yes. You're a dynamite photographer. You know, I just happen to see stuff. I love yeah. old barns. Um, you know, I used to rodeo, so I, I love seeing old, you know, old barns with saddles and stuff like yeah. that. You just happen to see stuff in it. Um, scenery. You've got uh, a fantastic eye, you. and you've you. posted a couple things of a guitar you were working on just this past week. Yes, yeah, so just building a custom guitar for one of my students. He's really excited about it. That so thing is gorgeous. Copy of an Explore Gibson he really wanted. So I'm just getting the final coat yeah. on that. But he, every time he comes over and when I teach him guitar, you know, he's like, "Are we ready to put it together?" Yet? <laughs> he doesn't understand it in the curing process right. and the finishes and stuff. But so cool. he's excited, and I do. I te- teach lessons out of there. Um, I've got like four or five students right now, and that's a good comfortable number for yeah. me because I do hour lessons. I try to, you know, I as a musician, yeah. sometimes you're not in town, and I have to move my lessons around, so that works for me. So I'm either teaching, playing, recording, or working on instruments. Nice, yeah. nice. So that's enough about me. Let's get back no, to that. That's Candace. awesome. That's good. You know, I want to. We, awesome. we we were talking a little bit, Candice, before we plugged in and stuff. And you've been in town. What would you say? How long you been around? Well, I've been here in Prescott almost four years. Okay. But I had a baby, and I stayed inside with a baby. <laughs> and and then, how old is he now? <laughs> he's turning three this weekend. Second cutest kid I've ever seen. And first who's the first? Oh, of course, okay. it should be. As it very well should be. But thank you. I, but, I'm a big fan of him. He's now, my little buddy. Give me a little of your your history because I, I want to talk a little bit about how that changed your life. You and DJ, yeah. your husband. Yeah. We talked about this before, so go on milehighshow.com. Go in the archives. Yeah. We sat down before your previous yeah, show year. for the for the uh, fundraiser. But we're you know get a little yeah, deeper in the conversation. I want to hear. Tell us a little bit, recap some of your history before you took your sabbatical, okay. a little bit of break. I, um, I've always been a singer. I started out as a backup singer for Christina Aguilera and uh, did that thing. And then I was a solo artist and opened for a bunch of people. And as many artists go through, you go through production deals and arrangements and agreements and all kinds of things. And when you get in the... The music business and music are two very different things. Yes. And both good, both <laughs> both just challenging in their own ways. Yeah. And so sometimes when you're a singer like myself, you get into contracts that maybe weren't the best contract yeah. to be in. So that uh, made my solo career a little bit tricky for a little while. And then I met uh, my old bandmate, and we were a band for all oh, six and a half and that years. Was David and Divine. D- David and Divine. Yeah. And great we, YouTube clips. Yeah, we were. Google we had a lot of special, really great things that we did. And we were on ICM, and we opened for artists all over the country yeah. and world, and um, toured a lot, and put out a couple EPs, and just had a pretty great thing. And then as life ha- happens, you both grow up you grow in different directions everybody starts having families yeah. Yeah. life's change and things dissolve and and not for the better or the worse just just different life. right yeah and so i got pregnant uh which was exciting and wonderful and it was just an appropriate time with the with the ending of my band to take a couple yeah. years and just breathe and think about what that looks like now and what does my career look like now and all those things. Yeah, how did it, how did it change your your perspective and your priorities? You know, because I, I came yeah. into fatherhood a little late in life, uh, as some of the listeners know, uh, and it really threw me for a loop. It I'd did like it. to hear yeah. from a younger perspective. You know, because you were like appropriate age to have yeah. children. <laughs> I, was, I was not. You know what? I think I had, as all musicians do, you you push hard and you drive hard and you live this life that is a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And in the middle, is there's a lot of passion and inspiration. Yeah. And I think with having a child, the thing you realize is that at the end of the day, the thing that loves you back the most is what you leave behind the most in my case anyways when you have a child there's a piece of you that you're like I really need to make this a good person Mm -hmm. because no matter how much music I leave behind which I is my biggest dream and legacy and people may love it for hundreds of years but my child is the opportunity to continue doing great things yeah and if and you, a true legacy. Yeah, that's what you I mean. Yeah. It's like if you've created this good person, you've really left the world better off. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I've really enjoyed being a mom. I've poured all my energy into being a mom. I will never stop doing that. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you what, it's, it, what it really has done is given me amazing perspective on how much I love music. Not that I didn't know that before. Yeah. But after taking a break... Yeah. Coming back to singing, coming back to writing my own songs, coming back to recording, and coming back to the world on my own two feet without a band and all this stuff, mm-hmm. 
really is invigorating in a way that I'd never experienced before because it was just my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that my child and my family and being here is my life, it's really just so exciting to like do music. Like the dessert it's, to your life, yeah. kind of, yeah. And it's almost more fulfilling in a way because I, I appreciate it and love it in a way that I didn't know about before. Yeah. So it's every every moment I get to sing, every creative And those are endeavor, the impressionable I, years, right? You yeah. know, when they're new, you know, one to two to three yeah. to four. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to miss it. No. And I, and I wanted him to love it, and he's about to go into preschool. And oh, neat. do all this cool stuff, and, and my mom's retiring, and I have more help now. And so it's like it, all the timing. I believe in timing. I think that's an important thing in life. you gotta you got to work hard and push hard, but at some point you also have to go, it's going to work or it's not, you yeah. know? Like, it's meant to be or it's not. and um, Music's always there. Right. And so uh, coming back into it now, I think there's just this reinvigorated excitement that I just... different eyes you're looking at it. Yeah. And it's just fun. There's no stress to it anymore. Um, And I think in the long run, sometimes you're even more successful Mm -hmm. when you can just do it from this really joyous place. Yeah. Because you're not going, how am I going to eat? You know? (laughs) Yeah. You're not going, oh, God, if I don't play this gig, we, you know, my bills and this and that. And, like, I... Uh, we've made a really. My husband is an amazing human being, and we've made a really beautiful. Well, home. you know, <laughs> yeah, and having it's debatable. I mean, you know, DJ I, Sheridan. You know, <laughs> let's pl- pl- plug him. Where, plug plug old DJ. Oh, Where, I will. No, DJ Sheridan. He's at uh, the Burger Mini Group at Keller Williams, Northern Arizona. If you need anything for your house buying needs, please contact him. That keeps my family eating. Um. He, Hinshaw was going to try and talk to me. I told him we were going to be here around yeah. eleven, eleven thirty. They were going to try and sneak over. So <laughs> he is my uh, son right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be talking to Matt, and as cute as my child is, he will steal the show every time. He'll start singing. You know, and talking with that, dancing. too, having having a, uh, a child, I used to play with a country artist, and she had gotten pregnant during, you know, yeah. and then she had it. And there's the support system that, you know, people have, yeah. you know, whether it's your, your parents or your husband right. or friends. Right. You know, many times I've been on stage and I see your child out there, yeah. and, you know, the mom's out there and he's just eating it all up yeah. and it's an experience for them as well. Yeah. And he's at an age now where he wants to see it. When he was a little bit, just a little bit younger, I used to warm up and sing in the house and he'd be yeah. like, mama too loud, mama too loud. <laughs> but now he's excited. He's and like, I want to see mommy's concert. Does you know? he have the, uh, that musical gene? Is he? I, uh, I, oh, I don't even want to say it. Uh, I think so. Isn't that I think funny? So. Do as I, I say, not as I've any, done. Yeah, yeah. I don't wish it upon anybody, but I, he does. He loves. He sings loud. Oh, nice. I, he was over at the studio with Dylan and I over at the Raven Sound Studio. Yeah. I'll plug them too. Please, um, Raven Sound Studio. And Dylan was letting him, you know, look around, and he went upstairs to the drum set. And I swear, hand to the heavens, I was like, where did he learn this? He sat behind the drum kit, picked up both the sticks, and like clicked them like one, two, three, <laughs> and started hitting the drums. And I looked at Dylan. I was like, any other instrument? Any other instrument? Any other instrument? I, with the drum. No drums, no horns. I don't think I have a garage padded enough for that. <laughs> when when my, my, my guy's eight, when he was three, three or four, my brother, his uncle, who lives 900 miles away, <laughs> called me up and says, hey, got a package coming for oh, Anthony. No. I'm to eat a truck, you know, oh. Tonka. Big box shows up. It's a little baby drum set. No, well, not oh. even a baby. It's, it's a, a regular drum kit, set, yeah. just smaller. I'm like, you son of a gun. What <laughs> And he, and he was laughing pounded, the whole time yeah. he was in, tra- in transit. He's he like, pounded those things for a while. He still does. But I was amazed that because I have zero, zero musical ability. Yeah. My brother, Gabe, in yeah. California, he's the kind of guy that can sit down at a piano and just, just start. Just kind of figure out anything t- anywhere. Tinkling yeah. around, play it by ear and make it sound good. He's yeah. done the same with guitar. He does the same with percussions and yeah. drums. Never any training at all. And my son's kind of like that. He, We've got a not quite this old, at, like it's at the Raven. We got an old upright. Yeah. Somebody was getting rid of it, so we got it completely out of tune. I don't know how to play. Uh, <laughs> but my son will sit down and tinkle Tinker away. It, it sounds yeah. nice. He does the same thing with the drums. That's how Bo, I, my son is. That's yeah, how Bo I is. would rather him go that route. Definitely. Because <laughs> what he enjoys doing is picking up one of my old cameras oh. and goes with me on jobs. Ah. And he's actually got a very good eye nice. photography, and he wants to be yeah. a photographer. 
which is not something I would. My wife, <laughs> she goes, get that thing out I of know his it's hands. You're a creative person when you've chosen to do creative outlets in your life, and it's made you happy, and you've done these things. Yeah, and life is going well, and your children see so you do these amazing things, and then they want to be like mommy or daddy, and they want to do these things. And I'm like, you know, now I understand. I, I do. I understand now. My parents forever. I'm a very good. I'm very good at debate. Yeah. And my parents yeah. were like, be an attorney, be a teacher, <laughs> be anything but the arts, you know? And I'm like, I want to sing. You also know the hard work that's yeah. gone into yeah. it and the ups and the downs. Yeah. As you say in the music business, you get promised a lot of stuff. Oh, all the time. When it I've, comes down yeah. to the wire, ah, I sorry. tell people all the time, I've had so many beginnings, oh. you know, signings, deals, all the kinds of beginnings you can have. And whether they've fizzled or dropped or broken or, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be, it's just, it's an up and down, up and down mm-hmm. ride all the time. My wife sees what I've got. Cause I've been doing this. I'm almost 40 years, 30, 38, 39 years of taking pictures. Yeah. And the way, just like with music, you know, what has happened? You, people don't buy albums anymore. They right. don't go very few anyway. Right. Everything's digital. Everything's downloaded. Took money right out of your guys' pockets. Yeah. That's how the industry's gone. Photography over the years has done the exact same thing. Yeah. Hinshaw, Matt Hinshaw, who is on this show quite a bit, he and I jaw on this all the time. It's just it's a somewhat dying industry. Form, yeah. And uh, my wife sees him holding the camera and says, "Do not, yeah. do not." That is, yeah, that's and it's, like it's just a shame yeah. that it's hard. You find yourself questioning, encouraging the yep. arts, which is just a sad state because it's, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. The arts are what give everything else life yeah. yeah you know it's like yes you can well, look, be an accountant uh, but you still want to go see a show right and i look wanna... at cds now or albums whatever yeah. you want to call them it's merchandise now right it's not right you're not it's part of a t-shirt people are you know people would rather go spend a buck ten on a fart application <laughs> than on your song see i i enjoy it's funny i because it's true i love getting that cd i'm i'm i need to right have, I'm old though, so you know it's well, see, the same I, thing. I'm the old school where I want to open. The yeah, album yeah. Up my and husband read and I collect and, records, yeah. I, and they've made a resurgence and things like that. But it's on the day to day applications yes. of life. You can't just go buy the record of the band you like. Like, yeah, you can't, it's Spotify it's, playlist. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was always kind of a big deal when the new. It was almost like you know movie release. Now they they hit on streaming and everything all at the same time. But you know, even ten fifteen years ago, or even shorter than that, when a new movie was coming out, it was going to hit. Friday, whatever, right. and it was a big deal. And people waited Albums, in line. Right. You know, the, the new whatever album it's is going to hit. Yeah, and it w- now it's just like, oh hey, yeah, yeah it, it hit my phone. Yeah. I don't know when it's it. Different yeah, business now. You yeah, know, the world is, is. I make my money shape. off of people listening to them on airplanes. Right. You know, <laughs> I make my money off of you know yeah. and massage parlors. Massage got, parlors. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that kind of. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it works, you know. Listen. So do you ever cruise those? You know, like si- do signings. It was, <laughs> actually, I've actually. Actually, I've actually played, and it was a slash yoga massage place. Yeah. It was a legit. Yeah. You know, if they're open but, past nine at night, but, they're not know, legit, Darren. In, my, in that line of music, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's the people, you know, they associate they the new relax. age with yeah. Sedona and uh, Chakra right. and sitting on her when it's actually... A, I hate the term new age. I I, listen, yeah. I like the acoustic instrumental right. kind of thing about and there, it. But there's nothing, and I'm, I've been like this for my whole life. I, I enjoy listening to an album, a CD, whatever, specifically. You slap the headphones on, no lights on, middle of the night yeah, kind of thing. I kind of, you know, long before music videos were around, I would make those yeah. stories in my head, and then, then I'd see a video and go, oh, that's not what I envisioned. But something about listening to them like that. Right. But the be-all, end-all for music for me is sing it live. Oh, that's my yes. favorite thing and, in the world. And, like, yeah. uh, bring him up again. Matt Hinshaw, he asked me to go to... He, every once in a while, he'll go, hey, I'm going to go see so-and-so at right. the arena or, you know, at a big show. And say, you, you, we've known each other for how long? You know nothing about me. <laughs> the worst thing for me is to go into a, you know, uh, Oakland Coliseum, Cal like and see crowded, music. Right. When you see it here, on that little right. stage 10 feet from us the at the Raven, right. or at the Elks Theater yeah. on October 13th, where I, you'll that's be. That's right. There's a great time and place to go see music. <laughs> when you get, and you get to see the human aspect yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, it's not so polished like, you know, right. Toto. You go see a Toto show, well, it sounds like their album. Growing yeah. up, I always heard people say... You know, you always heard the stories of people talking about, I was there the night so-and-so yes. played yes. wherever, you know, yeah. and I was there the night when this happened or when so-and-so walked in and sat in on the whatever yes. set. Yep. And 
that I I try to provide in my shows because I miss hearing that. Like young kids have discovered underground stuff where they get excited about things. Yeah. But in the mainstream world, it's like everything is a colossal tour, or it's the Raven ten feet away. Yeah. There's like there's very little middle ground and that's not a bad thing but it's the live aspect is the yeah. part that's still exciting you know I, what I mean yeah I've seen the Stones a couple of times in stadiums U2 yeah. Clapton and so they're fun because it's right. more of an event but what I remember about those shows is who I went with right what we did before what we did after kind right. of thing that was the days man well, that, growing that up like the Compton Terrace right. sitting down the <laughs> parking lot that and know? I vaguely remember the shows but for me <laughs> the, the music themselves is I don't know what the cutoff is. It might be 500, might be 1,000 yeah, people. Because I, I grew up in Los yeah. Angeles, so I grew up people going, I was at the Roxy or yeah. the Whiskey oh. or the Viper Room. You know, where it was those mid-level. Yes. Like, you could have big artists rolling through, but you were maybe had 500 people yeah. or 1,000 people. Maybe. You know, so you still, you might have all been packed in like sardines, but you got to experience something where you could see them sweating. Yes. You see know? metal hair bands yeah. running down yeah. with staplers on the telephone poles putting up their signs. <laughs> back, back in, uh, I want to say it was probably 81, 80, 81. Yeah. We used to do these, I, I grew up in San Francisco Bay Area, we used okay. to do these annual trips. We'd load up the van, load up the car, and drive down and either hit Disneyland, Knott's Berry, something right, right, like right. that. And... When I hit like junior high, late seventies, mom and dad stopped going, yeah. and we had a crazy aunt Lola. She was, a, <laughs> she's still crazy. I love her, crazy she aunt. Lola. Still crazy aunt Lola. She would be oddly enough. I'm she was the Mrs. chaperone. From the, no, no, it was more. She was, uh, she was the youngest of my mom's siblings. So okay. she was, you know, Hip. she was the yeah, she was the young, goofy, crazy one. And now she's Mrs. Roper, but that, <laughs> I think that's mainly Wally's fault, her husband. Never mind. Uh, but she was our, oddly enough, chaperone. Which, okay. You know, who's yeah. Lola's chaperone? She needed one. We'd load up the van and go to the KOA campsite directly across the highway from Magic Mountain. Oh, my gosh. And we'd, ca- we'd sleep under the picnic table and right. stuff or in the van, spend a couple of days at Magic Mountain, and then come back. So it was just the kids and right. crazy Aunt Lola. And... I was. I want to say it was like freshman year, freshman year of high school, maybe eighth grade. Yeah. And we're in line to get into the park, and it's always families and stuff. And me and my brother, who was right. like 13, 14 at the time, yeah. we look over, and all we see is halter tops and spandex pants. <laughs> and we're like, we don't know what's going on. We're not even sure why we're excited, but, but this, this is this the is place awesome. to be. Yeah. And so we start asking, you know, what, what are you guys doing? Oh, there's a concert at the Toyota Amphitheater. I don't know what it's called now, if it's yeah. even still there. And they, it's, it's this L.A. band, we, we see them all the time. They're at the Whiskey. They're at the, yeah. And uh, we don't care what they play. We're going to follow these the tops dozens and, and dozens of girls <laughs> with, you know, the high hair. And, yeah. Rock and we're roll. just blown away. Yeah. We're just, oh, well, we'll see you guys later. You yeah. guys go on the. Yeah. So we Enjoy go. Colossus. We're going to go check out this van. And the smell of Aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> and we walk into the amphitheater, which is part of the paid admission. And uh, again, can't take our eyes off of these hundreds and hundreds of. of uh, Screaming. Yeah. yeah. Lady fans. Yeah. <laughs> and then the band comes out, and they're dressed exactly the same. Spandex pants, halter tops, lingerie, makeup. And we're like, who Boys are these guys? Cinderella. This is ridiculous. And they're going crazy. Everybody's going crazy. And me and my brother are sitting there going, what is this? Yeah. You know, we grew up listening to, you know, War and Santana right, right. and stuff. And we're like, this is, what are these? Yeah. What, what's going on? Flash forward about eight months, watching TV. Hey, these are these guys we saw magic <laughs> Motley Crue. Oh my god. <laughs> small band. <laughs> yeah. you know, small Who band knew guys. men running around in lingerie was gonna be so popular <laughs> back in the eighties. Now it's popular all, for all a whole those different ladies reason. in halter tops and yes, spandex. Yes. But yeah, that was uh back to in see my these guys. Days. But see, that's playing, exactly yeah. the story of like I was there yeah. and then eight months later and the, the thing and the thing. I love that. Yeah, I it love was that experience. Sneaking out, of, telling your parents you're going camping up on the rim and jumping in a pinto and going all the way to California for the US Festival. Oh my gosh. Forty dollars in your you know. It's awesome. What was your first concert that you ever went to? I know as a as a my as a very, young very fan. first concert. I can't remember in order of which came first, but I know that there are three that were all in a quick amount of mm-hmm. time that were my first I can't remember the first. 
I loved Whitney Houston yeah. because I still love Whitney Houston. Her voice to me is flawless. So oh, I got yeah, to see yeah. Whitney Houston, but she had laryngitis. <laughs> so you know what? Whitney with laryngitis is better than most amazing. people at, for, at full amazing. voice. Yeah. I also saw um, <laughs> Liza Minnelli, <laughs> but she was incredible. I, I remember being maybe five and thinking, oh, wow. and thinking this woman is an amazing entertainer. Like, I mean, just awestruck by how well... Yeah. She took over a stage. Yeah, yeah. Whitney, although vocally was exceptional, she didn't do that as if she just stood and kind of sang and she had background singers yeah. and some dancers and whatever. And, but, but Liza Minnelli took a stage and was like, kind of like Earth Brooks. I mean, yeah. he, she could make you feel like you were in some divey bar and you got to hear her 10 feet away, even in a big amphitheater. You yeah. were like, I feel like I'm in her backyard. Um, and then the other one was Janet Jackson, her no, uh, 1814 Rhythm Nation yeah. tour. And she had a big Black Panther on stage and fireworks <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, what? My mind was blown. <laughs> it was at the forum. And I was like. Dear I, diary, I know what yeah, I want to do. My mind was like the world. How old, how old were you? Around seven. The, okay. Oh wow! Six, wow. Seven. My friends. So dad obvious, obviously, with tickets. parents. Yeah, I was okay. with my friend's dad, and he had gotten tickets. He was some music guy, and they got him tickets. And so I was Crosby's best yeah. friend, and I got to go. And it was on a school night, and that was a really big deal. And we got to go to the forum, which was a really big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, nice. and out comes Janet Jackson, like militant with all her from and a cat and fireworks. Buckle boots. Yeah, and my mind was just like, wow. I'd never seen anything like yeah. it. I had seen Whitney Houston and Liza Minnelli. I had never seen a big pop show, you know, or a oh, big man. thing. The whole production. The production yeah. blew my mind. What about you, Darren? My first one was John Denver. Awesome. My second one was Joe Walsh and Stevie Nicks. <laughs> so there was Do a... Do you even know what I would give to see... Oh, it's... I got to see the Eagles last year, but yeah. I, would, oh, nice. I would... What I would I give I got some to... friends of mine flying out to... Or heading out to San Diego next week to, to see, the see the Eagles. Oh, but so John Denver was... Uh, I think when I was a child, my first album, my parents, when I was really hooked... I was always hooked on music, but I bought Charlie Rich yeah. behind closed doors just because the guy had a cowboy hat on. Yeah. <laughs> You're then, my people. Yeah, and then uh, um, I think my parents or some friends of theirs had an album called Poems, Prayers, and Promises. And I just listened to that. And yeah. It was just the guitar and the, yeah. the songs, the songwriting. And then to go see him in the round and watch him see, captivate the that. audience. Wh- where did you so see much, him? I saw him at the ASU Activity Center. What is that? How at, big? Um, it was it's probably the size of the Prescott Event Center. Oh, it's where they hold big. the ASU yeah, okay. basketball yeah. games. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So to see somebody up there... With just his guitar, and everybody was enthralled. Captivated, right. And singing the words. Isn't that amazing? That was my moment of going, yep. I want, I'm want. i going to get a guitar, yep. and I think my parents bought me, and it was a copy of the ovation. It was called an applause. <laughs> I had the round back. Yeah. I thought I was Glenn Campbell after that. <laughs> you know, I was like. Did you have that, uh, that multi- textured and colored guitar oh, strap yeah i had it all <laughs> you know and i would stand my dad's speakers up and i think it was like a broomstick with a fake microphone and i would just hairbrush tape yeah. to the t- <laughs> and, and that was i mean from that point on i learned every one of his songs and yeah. then, then i was you know from him what a storyteller yeah. i started listening to those guys Did, I, especially for kids you were an anomaly because De- John Denver. No, don't get me wrong. I loved yeah. it. I was getting the era of Al Stewart. Yeah, and, but you know, baby, yeah. Cunt, you know the players. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, my, my mom was Great a huge. Yeah. And, my mom was a huge John Denver fan. Mm-hmm. But for you know, kids, 10, 12, 14, 15, it was kind of she. Go back and listen to his storytelling and mm-hmm. his playing. He, he was incredible. He was incredible. He was incredible. But it wasn't just, you know, now people say, well, what do you play? I say, I play anything from John Denver to Anthrax. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went through the yeah. 80s period, you know, yeah. the hair and, you know, <laughs> doing all that stuff. It was just the, the times, you yeah. know, what it was, you know, Rush. Yeah. Right. Rush, I, you know, but at the same time, I could go in, you know, country music. I was yeah. Roy Clark, Mel Tillis. Right. You know, and of course, when you're rodeo and Chris Ledoux, right? I was. I, I remember seeing Chris Ledoux selling cassettes out of the back <laughs> of this car, out of the back of a. I think it was a convertible Bonneville. <laughs> I forget what rodeo it was, but I, that was where I bought my. You know, yeah. I bought a cassette from, and that's when I got. I then actually, Garth yeah. came I out. actually remember seeing. I was a kid as well. I got to see the Judds and Garth Brooks. Yeah. yeah. 
And both put on incredible Garth shows. Garth was one of my favorite. Yeah. When he first came out, he played uh, at the Westworld when it first was yeah. being going on. And a monsoon storm come rolling in, and yeah. he was doing thunder rolls. Oh, my God. That's oh. amazing. He started climbing the, gaff la- yeah. the ladders, and the wind's blowing him. And right when he was sitting there and he's getting ready to sing, double he just boom, came down, and you just saw him turn around like John Denver. Out, you know? <laughs> it was one of the most high energy, right. like you say, Janet Jackson. Yeah, it was the most. It was like you know, Chris Adu was that way. Yeah, he'd run from one end of the stage to the other. Yeah, you just forget that you're in some place so big because they yeah. make it feel so. Your head's moving. Yeah, you're watching you're, you're the show the instead whole of way. just sitting here. Watching, right. You know, you're with them the whole way. We we lived growing up. I lived not too far from the uh, uh, the fairground, the county fairgrounds. So we'd hit the fair at really early ages and, and see people playing and stuff. But to me, that wasn't concert because it was an added to something else. Right. And then I want to say probably 1970, 70, 71, I was four, five, six years old. We were at Disneyland. And we got my mom's got pictures of it, probably an old shoebox somewhere. And you know how in different areas of Disneyland they've got yeah. you know little bandstands. Right, right. And we saw a band uh, called Casey and the Sunshine, Sunshine Balloon. Band. Oh, <laughs> they were the Casey and the Sunshine Balloon. The first America's first tribute band. No, oh. it was before they hit it big. <laughs> oh, okay. It was the same group, but they just hadn't. They took off the yeah, balloon and made it the band, or they couldn't use it because they were playing. But yeah, it was just. And, and then again, a couple yeah. years later, we oh see them on TV. Yeah, those are the guys we saw at yeah. Disneyland. Bringing back memories uh, yeah. now. But the first concert, concert, my mom got all of us together and some of the neighborhood kids. Yeah. It, I want to say, I'd have to look it up, probably 75, 76, uh, when War's uh, Galaxy album came out. You, you know that? Oh, yeah. War? The, yeah. 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 The, but that Galaxy was like one of their really big, big albums. albums. And it was at the Circle Star in San Carlos, California. It was a theater in the round, you know, and the stage would rotate around. That's awesome. <laughs> and so my mom takes all of us. I was... Eight, nine, ten, whatever I was when we went, and a uh, the band opening for him was uh, George Duke, who just died recently. Yeah. That Dukey was what they used to call. Him. <laughs> he was one of the early funk. Uh, you know, he used to play with George Clinton and oh, all those wow. guys. But he was a Bay Area based guy. Yeah, did a lot of traveling stuff. But he was one of the real. Real early pioneers of the old funk like scene. Funk yeah. movement, yeah. And my mom, who grew up in San Leandro and Oakland. Yeah. And so there's a huge, late 60s, early 70s, just a huge music scene with Santana and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, oh, who was the other guys? Um, oh, there's a bunch of them. A bunch of the old funk and, and, and fusion bands. And we're sitting there watching George Duke play to open up. And my mom, who, you know, she was an old lady already. You know, she's younger than I am now, way younger than I am. But she goes, boy, that, that drummer sure looks familiar. And we're like, no, no mom, trust me, you yeah. do not know. The eye roll. The <laughs> no, that looks, she sure looks familiar. And she keeps saying that. And we're like, no, mom, you do not know. She never played with Sinatra. You don't know what you're <laughs> oh, talking geez. about. So we we all get home. We get we're on a buzz from this. We're at the right. house having snacks, and the neighbor kids are over there, and we're at a buzz because we just saw this great show. And my mom goes and gets her big shoebox full of uh, pictures oh, no. and starts flipping through. She goes, "I knew she looked familiar. That's Pete's daughter, oh, Pete Escovito. <laughs> Sheila E was playing drums for." George. Oh my gosh! And we're like, that girl looks so how familiar. Do, how do you know Pete Escovino? He's my neighbor. We grew up together. <laughs> Why are we just now hearing about this? <laughs> but it was like, so mom was uh, very cool without, like, we didn't even know. You've been holding out on us, mom. Yeah, now you're way cooler. And there was a picture of Sheila, like four years old, sitting around my grandma's table. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just the oddest thing. That's awesome. Just the oddest. So with the music and stuff and the family and that, are you still doing the, in the horses and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I actually have my muck and shoes on right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> Let's muck talk. The I want to yeah. get into your roots a little bit. We touched yeah. on it last time we talked because when I first met you, and well, I met DJ first, yes. and he was saying, you got to He's talk memorable, about, isn't he? You gotta, <laughs> I still have that. Unre- it's the only unreleased <laughs> your, podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, it's the only got, unreleased you've, you've podcast the, uh, I've ever say, recorded. You've got the blackmail on my husband. Yeah. We, uh, we recorded 
one that that it was interesting. He'd have cocktails. Let's just leave it, oh, okay. let's just leave it at that. Large. I got an email from Brad Burgundy. Because you're not going to release it. <laughs> Maybe release no. that on your track, like the hidden track. Like yeah. you got to wait seven yeah, right. minutes before it comes up. <laughs> to hear my husband yeah. posted talking about it. It was fun. We had a we had a blast. He was guy. mainly talking about you. Oh, and, that's my uh, guy. Yeah, and he just kept saying, "You you you got to interview and, and Candace Divine, Candace." And I'm thinking, stage name. Uh, you know, the Divine Miss M, Candace yeah. Divine. Not the case. No. What is Family your name. history? Because you've got some history up that way as yeah, well. Yeah, Andy Divine is my oh. great uncle. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So all the Divines will be here October 13th for my show, too. If, if you follow Andy Divine at all, his whole family will yeah. all be here. Tell me yeah, a little bit, because I, I, know, yeah, I know Andy funny. Divine because, you know, I drive through Kingman and see his name yeah, on the yeah. road. But he's, I what's his history? I, people are like, Candace Divine, I'm like, I know it sounds like a stripper. I am very aware of this. <laughs> this is why I don't so answer this music to, thing doesn't yeah. work out. Yeah, this is why I don't answer to Candy. Because Candy if, Divine would be terrible. If this music thing doesn't work yeah. out, you don't even have to change your name. Exactly, you got something right? to go. Yeah, I'm already in. W- yeah. t- tell me about, about Uncle Andy. So he unfortunately passed like a year before I was born. So I personally never got to have a, a, a history with him. But my mom and my whole family yeah. and all the Divines, we, he's a wonderful man. I mean, I feel like I know him because I grew up looking yeah. at pictures of him. He was the voice of Friar Tuck in Disney. He had a TV show yeah. called Andy's Gang. Yeah. He was in Hitching Post. He was in all these like 400 movies. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Was a, in his day, he was a big deal, he was you huge. know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I feel in so many ways like I know him because I've grown up with his obvious now with his art deceased, and, but his yeah. wife Man, my aunt Dogie, I'm struck I, I'm like yeah, Andy my aunt Dogie, right his on. wife of 50 years I did know very well she yeah. was my aunt Dogie, and so I, f- I feel so close to knowing him yeah. you know and when you meet his kids uh, they are so much like him too that his legacy just lives wow. on you know you just feel yeah. like he's around all the time so he's a really great awesome. guy and the family's a great family that's my family and now were they based in Kingman or did he come he there is, after no, or what was, was the he was from Kingman okay. he was from Kingman uh, he actually went to NAU he he went out west I can't remember how he got out. My cousins would know. Cause, but he got out west, and basically, in those days in Hollywood, if you were walking down the street and you were, like, good-looking or had a look yeah. or whatever, and somebody saw him, and he had played football, and he was a big guy. No. And they play, they cast him in a movie as a football player, and he had this really okay. rough, scraggly, horse kind of raspy voice. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a signature voice. And so they were like, you, with the voice. And did did he kinda... ride rodeo and stuff, too? Or am I... He did ride. Okay. Uh, I he thought, did ride. Yeah. He was not in any of my family members. Back then, I actually it was had... the Turtle Association, but it was PR. You know, yeah. But he wasn't doing that. I had a yeah. lot... There, a lot of my other family all ride and yeah. ride and ride for real ride. Yeah. My uncle definitely got on a horse and rode, but he was not a cowboy by right. trade. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did ride, and, and my great-grandparents built one of the first stables in the Burbank area and he was there all the time and pr- they provided all the horses for Western so nice. they cool. were all friends with John Wayne and Slim yep. Pickens and Andy Devine and uh, so my yeah. whole family history is Western heritage yeah. movies basically yeah. and um, yeah my great grandfather and my uncles and they were all the pioneers of that era awesome yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I grew up as a little kid when I was in Michigan I used to watch Rifleman a lot yeah and all those West, all the yeah. old westerns, um, Ponch, you know, yeah. Cisco, and, yeah. But uh, when I found out, I was like nine. We were moving to Arizona. I was it. I was yeah. gonna be a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> and I got good, out here, and vision. it took a little while. We got our first horse, and then, you know, then I got. To, I had the opportunity. I lived right uh, down the road from Larry Mahan, mm-hmm. and then I got into the rodeos, yeah. the team roping, and junior rodeos, high school. And doing all that, but you know the the movie parts of yeah, it. Yeah, it really sealed the culture, kind of. Yeah. Exists, well, I ended up rope, I ended up yeah. roping with Johnny Crawford, yeah. the little Marky, yeah, the little Mark, <laughs> you know. But it was you know we do the celebrity. Uh, ben Johnson would put on the celebrity team ropings and stuff like that, and to see all these heroes, yeah. you know, they were my Come heroes to life, as a kid. Totally, yeah, totally. Wow, so. that's cool, awesome. Yeah, it's, man. it's a neat. I'm fun like fact. all geeky over here. <laughs> well, it's interesting because everybody my age, if I'm like, oh, I'm Andy Devine, they're like, I, the road, and, no. yeah, and I'm you're like, related to a road, yeah. yeah. And the only thing I can say that m- some of them have is that he was the voice of Friar Tuck. I think in Cheek the, Tones are in playing the, the Andy Divine days. I think they are playing yeah. Andy yeah, Divine. Days, yeah. yeah. They are. Um, so yeah, I'm like he was Friar Tuck in you know the Disney animated yeah. version of um, Robin Hood. So that's everybody was that my the one age, with the fox? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody my age, that's all they know. And <laughs> so and I'm like, well, he kind of was a big deal, but yeah. you know, if you didn't grow up or if you didn't come from the Southwest and mm-hmm. you know whatever, you did, uh, nobody knows. Nice. Who he's. 
Wow. But yeah. Cool. But yeah, so my stripper name has, you know, a, a ro- it has roots. I know, and I laugh because I have a stripper my husband's, name, but we, I don't yeah. want to bring up that. Man. My husband's obviously DJ Sheridan, so I have my married name. So, you know, yeah. if I'm not performing or whatever, it's Candace Sheridan. Yeah. And so yeah, we're I, like, wait a minute. If I, you know, so yeah. yeah, it's a little confusing here and there, but it's if you're good ever to have looking for anything music, though, it's always Candace you know, Divine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and remember, October. October 13th. October, I got it right. October 13th, 7 p.m. Tickets at prescottelkstheater.com. Lots of special guests. Run run through them. Darren, why don't you list off who's there? Well, they're going to have Slim from from Lady Lady Antebellum. She's going to have C.J. Emmons from Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Darwin Johnson, yep. fresh from tour with Adam Lambert and Colby Calliott. Kelly, yeah, she's amazing. I got all her stuff. Yep. April Brown from Sister Mary's and Sister Mercy, yeah, S- or Sister Mercy. They're a I'm big sorry. band up in the Pacific my Northwest. My glasses are on no, top okay. of my head. They're Sister Mercy, they're killing it up in the Pacific Northwest, and and they've been playing blues festivals and just crushing yeah. it. And she's got a killer voice. And not only you know Candace being a phenomenal singer, she has some really good musicians playing with yeah. her. Drew Hall and Gigi. Conway. Drew Hall, who's yeah. that? That's a, oh, I've that, heard that, that name guy. before. That little guy. I can watch yeah. Drew play for hours. And Gigi too. Yeah, no, and Gigi. yeah. yeah, yeah they're so. just all. You got a really good. Uh, we got a good lineup yeah. and a good group of people. It's going to be fun. It's gonna be, be there really or be square. What? Okay, going forward after October thirteenth at the yes. Elks, what's on the horizon for you? You're going to be getting out there and playing a little yeah, more. Yeah, what, what can we look for? I, yeah, I am actually. It's a little bit under wraps just because I'm in some okay. negotiations on distribution and things like that. So, gotcha. but yeah, more dates will be coming. More news. You're going to get out info. there more. And yeah. again, your website. CandiceDivine.com, or you, the best place to find me is Instagram or Facebook, okay. really. I love Instagram. I do everything on Instagram. I'm for Instagram. Yeah. And I like can, the imagery. You I like can that people Facebook show you. Watch the second cutest child in the world right there. <laughs> He's pretty darn cute. And Darren, where can folks find out about you and Darren your DarrenMahoney.net, um, you know, and Mahoney Guitars. Good deal. Yeah. That's it. Check I'm pretty out. boring. Check out Hardly. all the arch- archives of shows here, including several shows with Darren Mahoney, a couple with Miss Candace Devine and Drew Hall, popping in and out as much oh, yeah. as we can have him on. You will not be able to find a show with DJ Sheridan. Although, <laughs> although, let's just do this. We got a Patreon I feel account. Like we could create some no, sort we've, of like we've got a pa- reel with my. <laughs> I've got a Patreon account. If anybody kicks me down some money through that Patreon account, <laughs> I might send you the DJ Sheridan Ooh-wee. file. Uh, and again, <laughs> September 19th. have a good laugh, I'm sure. September 19th through 22nd, we will be featured as a featured podcast at the Big Pine Comedy Festival, bigpinecomedyfestival.com. Nick DiPaolo will be there. Uh, he's one of the major headliners. We're going to have, I think, 80-some-odd comedians in and about workshops. Hillary Hudson and Jack Galvin, the producers of the show, have done a great job elevating Big Pine to uh, one of the top comedy festivals in the nation was voted on recently. Uh, I can't remember which magazine. It was one of the industry magazines. But they have gone from just being a great time to see comedy to uh, and, and great live shows in and around the Prescott, or excuse me, the Flagstaff area, using all the venues up there, the Orpheum, the Green Room, Southside Tavern, uh, Fire Creek Coffee, a bunch of different uh, venues up there. But rather than just a lot of great comedy, they run all day long with workshops on how to promote yourself on social media, how to book a show, how to get your uh, EPK out there to the right eyes, uh, a lot of great stuff. So these comics that are coming to the festival are actually going home with some great tools in their tool bag to uh, to further their career. BigPineComedyFestival.com is where you can find out information. And we will be at Southside Tavern on the 19th at 5 p.m., a free live show. We're going to have some good – we're going to have some, uh, some little giveaways. We're going to have some fun there. Uh, so stop on by if you can. But mark your calendars for October. Got it right again. October 13th at the Prescott Elks Theater for Candace Devine. Thank you, Candace. Thank you. Thank what you. a joy. Thank you, Den- uh, Darren. Dennis. And thank Darren, you, Daryl. I was go- no. I was going to mix. Come Darren. see me next August at the Elks. <laughs> I was going to mix you and Raven. Oh, in the okay. Same because I wanted to say thank you no, to thanks. the Raven Cafe for letting us uh, hang out and take up space. Hey. Plug her stuff. What do you got? Kaylina. Kaylina yes. Martin. Is, is Martin. I'm going to put this up in the next 
12 hours. Yeah, she's doing her record release Sunday, uh, September 16th, so I believe at uh, Rickety, 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 Rickety Cricket, Cricket from 4 yep. to 7. Out, out there in the patio. I got to see her perform a little she's bit great. last night. Man, Incredible. amazing. Incredible. She and Incredible I are getting, we're getting together for my cover series that's up on YouTube. Uh, yes. She's going to be one of my featured guests tonight, actually. We'll have that up next week. Let's let's tease that now. Where are they finding that those YouTube clips? If you go to Candace Divine on YouTube, uh, okay. they will all come up. Or you can look at the Raven Sound Studio on YouTube. Or you can look at Dylan Ludwig on YouTube. Okay. We're, gonna, we're, we're teasing that now because, as I said before we even plugged in, I have dropped the ball. i got to yeah. sit down with Dylan. Yeah. But we want to start uh, yeah. start getting more involved with what he's got going over there. Because yeah, we're trying to showcase yeah. all the brilliant talent here in Prescott. And uh, we had Johan Glidden sit in from yeah. Sugar in the yeah. Mint. And tonight we're going to have Kalina sit in. It's really kind of special because we're just singing songs raw. It's a great thing. You know, straight through, no edits, no takes. You're just seeing what real talent can do. Nice. The yeah. vast majority of listeners to the Mile High Show know that we are based in Prescott and know the, the level of, of talent that's in and around this area. But we got a lot of listeners from out of the area. So if you are traveling through Arizona, you're uh, maybe in Vegas or you're down in Phoenix or you're heading through the 40 on your way to California, do yourself a favor. Come on through. Come through Prescott, yeah. Arizona. We're about an hour off of the 40, a couple hours north of Phoenix, uh, not too far from Flag, and about six hours away from L.A. where you can catch a flight. Music. The Ernest to Love United, Field. Yeah. Music's United. best kept secret is here in Prescott. There Prescott. is so yeah. much talent, really not just in the, uh, in the musical and acoustic arts, but also in the uh, visual arts as well. And the Raven Cafe is a great proponent of those arts. I, last time I was in here a couple weeks ago, there was a bunch of nudes on the wall. Uh, yeah, they're down. I was wondering. Down. We did that interview with Karen, and it was a, <laughs> there was right. a nude right above her. You know, we're trying to talk, and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm looking at you, but also the naked woman above you. <laughs> well, thanks to the Raven. Thank you, Darren Mahoney and Candice Divine. Always a pleasure. We will see you on October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Elks Theater.